Welcome back to the PDP. It's your boy, Paz Prince. And today I'm accompanied by one of the greatest painters in Chicago. He's a creative, an illustrator, a father of two. Let's give it up for Ramiro. Arthur. Arthur. Oh, you could just How do you say your last name? Huisad? Huisad. Huisad. Yeah. Oh, nice. So like prior to this, I was uh, like stalking your Instagram and I saw that you have like a lot of uh, Huey drawings. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> and I, I, I thought I it still. had to do with your like your last name because it's kind of like Huey. Huey. Nah, no, nah, I was always like a Cartoon Network kid. Oh yeah, uh, Doll Swim kid. Um, Boondocks so, was your shit. Boondocks, yeah. So like, I always loved Boondocks, especially Huey. I don't know, just sick yeah, little like uh, little kid. He was always like, you know, the like the social like awareness awareness yeah <laughs> and like what I, do you call that I, like an activist like yeah you know. i was looking into like the creator too i forget his name but like you know my little ass didn't really know what that all that represented i just like huey you know there's an episode where is it huey or riley one of them paints their mom on the side of the house i don't know if you saw that and you Dude, know it was riley guy, it was riley yeah he painted that? yeah and i was like was, it made me like tear up tear up yeah where well, he was like just doing graffiti no yeah, yeah and then, um i think the whole city came out and they were like oh like this is raw like they understood oh yeah oh it was because he was going with a with the art teacher oh yeah remember they in the neighborhood like, weird. i think he tagged up their house i don't know if it was a guy or a girl but i think it was a guy and then he the, the art teacher was like oh this is how you can do and then, like i think it progressed like that episode i did rewatch it it's a good episode. i remember the episode yeah. it ended with like i think the neighbors coming out and seeing the, the mural on the side yeah i always like boondocks and like like adult swim uh samurai jack is yeah, my samurai shit too yeah they brought that back recently too mm-hmm. I, don't know. I haven't really kept up with it when i was younger i thought it was like it was weird how it ended i don't think he got back to the past well he's trying to get back right and he just stayed in the future forever yeah they brought it back i, didn't, I don't remember seeing that i think it was it has to do with like some sister like a girl i think they introduced a girl uh, maybe like aku's daughter or something yeah something like that <laughs> the, when i first started out those were the first like uh pieces that i made i had made uh an aku that was the first one the the eggplants from courage the cowardly dog the freaking oh, ones okay. that were, like trying to seek Bro, <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, God damn! What the hell? What the hell were we watching? And then the monkey and the secret agent, like from Dexter's Laboratory. She was like, she was bad. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm talking about? She was like, Honey, Honeydew, Agent Honeydew. Honeydew. Oh, okay, okay. And then it was like monkey. Uh-huh. And monkey was like a. He turned into a superhero when Dexter wasn't looking. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I used to love Cartoon Network too. <laughs> Just to give back, like a little backstory on you, like how was uh. How's like your childhood growing up? Like where are your parents from? Where are you from? So um, we're I'm Mexican. So okay. my you know my parents are Mexican. I had a normal childhood. Um, so I was actually born in Jalisco. Um, nice. My parents brought me. I was like four. Um, first it was me and my dad, and then my mom came later on uh, with my sister in her stomach, and then she was born here. Oh, crazy! Um, but I had you know normal childhood. We lived with uh, one of my aunts. It's just you two, you and your sister. Or you yeah, I have siblings? a younger brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, my parents were pretty smart. They, you know, we had a lot of help from family too. Uh, so when we first came here, we lived with one of my aunts uh, on Californian Archer. Oh, uh, straight to and, Chicago. Yeah. Interesting. Why Chicago? Do you know? Uh, we, my dad already had family here. Okay. Yeah, so it was kind of like you know that's usually how how it goes. Yeah. Like one family ma- member makes it, and then. You know the rest follow that's how it was for my family too my dad so we were born in bogota and then my dad 
came over here first, and then it took us a, a little while for him to get us over. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Me and my dad stopped in Arizona for a while, and then made our way over here. And then my mom, she also stopped at Denver and then came over here. But we always, I don't know, I don't know, I never asked them a question, but I'm pretty sure it's because we had family here already, yeah. you know, uh, family that had, you know, already houses and stuff, mm. pretty well established. Um, they're the ones that helped us out a lot. You know, we used to live in the basement and then eventually my parents saved up and managed to get a house. Nice. But yeah, I've, we first, when we first came here, we were in uh, California and Archer, like around that area. Mm. Um, and then we slowly started like going to different apartments and then eventually we, we ended up with uh, another one of my uncles on Archer and 47th. Kind of like, you know where the, the chocolate factory is at? The, the ones that they sell for the. Yeah, like they go to schools and stuff. Mm, yeah, is that how great is or world's famous? World's famous yeah. uh, chocolates. Yeah, so okay, around yeah. that area, um, and then eventually, uh, I we stood there till I was like in third grade, and then my parents made enough to like get a house, nice. and then we moved out to Midway. And so you've always been like a Chicago baby, or how, how old were you when you were going? Uh, I was four. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, kind of same as me. Yeah, but we went to like the West suburbs, so like Marrow's Park. I was always sad that like I couldn't really claim Chicago because I yeah. was like. It's still like the west suburbs of Chicago. I'm like, now we live in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then how'd you get into art? Like, you just always been drawing? Right? Yeah. Um, I feel like I got it from my mom. Oh, she's artistic. Yeah. Well, she. I remember her teaching me how to, like, color in, inside the lines. And then it's funny now because my daughter does this to me. She, I would make her draw me stuff. And it's so weird because now she makes me draw her stuff. So it's kind of like a full circle oh you would make your mom draw you yeah she, that's what she would tell me now i didn't know that until like recently uh, but like funny. one of the conversations we had when we went over she told me like oh he used to make me like draw him, like cows and like yeah. a farm and stuff like that <laughs> and now my daughter does that to me but she'd be making me draw like more complicated stuff <laughs> like cartoons and like draw me that or like you know yeah but uh I'm, you know i got that from my mom i could say because she's the one that kind of like showed me how to draw like color inside the lines mm -hmm. and like she would draw me stuff and then since then like you know i was always drawn into the cartoons that's kind of how like i started just like seeing a cartoon i liked and i would like sketch it out you know yeah. did you always let them know that you wanted to pursue art or you kind of like kept it hidden and then no nah, it kind of just happened have they been to your like so the way that me and ramir met i met you at the scent rock studio you had a debut i think that was the first yeah, time i, met I think in person right yeah and then you had your first like solo show or was that it was like i could say it was more like a pop-up it wasn't like a show i curated it was kind of like a bunch of artwork I already had. And was Sen there other artists? Or it, was it was just, just me. It was just you, yeah, yeah. So Sen gave me the opportunity to like showcase my work. It was for um, Open Studios, Pilsen Community House, our house. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's the first time we met in person, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think we've we were following each other for a while. Yeah, just like through the internet and like yeah Instagram and stuff. But so, did your parents come out to that? Yeah, they came out to that. Yeah, they were super <laughs> proud. I feel like they've always been proud of my drawings. I have a memory of my dad, like, showing my one of my aunts, like, all my drawings. I always knew, you know, they were, like, kind of happy I had, like, a thing that yeah. I was good at, you know? So they've always been supportive. But, like, you know, the, the immigrant mentality, they never, like, ever mentioned, like, a career path. Uh, you get me? Like, you, can still, you still need something to fall back on. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and I feel like that's, like, a universal immigrant mindset, yeah. you know? You need to find, like, a stable job that can provide. And has stability, right? Yeah. Work stability. Um, 
but it was never like oh you should like pursue a professional career in it, yeah you know i think that's where like a lot of um like arguments came about with me and my dad because there was like oh, a really? lot of like like this is what me and my friends are doing like we're trying mm. to get on like we're trying to like make something of ourselves other than working nine to five and he was like, you're just wasting your time. And he always says, like, uh, he was. Uh, he would always tell me, like, do you know what the definition of insanity is? And it's like, oh, doing damn. <laughs> it's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same result. Yeah. And he's always telling me that. Slowly, like, I wouldn't, like, budge. And I would still be like, this is still what I want to do. This is still what I want to do. I understand him, though, because I went through a lot of phases. And I was, like, easily influenced by mm -hmm. a lot of my friends. But art, it was always there. I think he understood, like, oh, he's not going to like this isn't one of those things like he still mm -hmm. wants to do this yeah slowly i've been able to show him like like i could still get paid from this i could still work yeah um and shit now you're graphic design graphic you know? design yeah, yeah so like so i taught myself that i didn't go to school for that but even then <clears throat> i'm still trying to figure out how to quit that job or like not because i hate the job i love the job but it's still like i want to be my own boss i want to be yeah. an entrepreneur but so i was talking to you about this before like uh -huh. we got on the pod but just like you have your full-time job but do you see like an exit route eventually or do you think you'll always work a full-time job and do the art i feel like eventually uh i mean that's you kind of had to have that mindset well I'm, you know like an exit route for me kinda. yeah like it's not to a point where like i'm like oh man i can't wait even though sometimes you know i'm like fuck, fuck this job <laughs> you know yeah i don't hold myself to too much pressure mm -hmm. um because i feel like as long as in my head i stay consistent i'm good and then if I see an opportunity for me to quit my job and stuff like that, then I'll take it. But I don't have like, like in two years or in a year, like it, when it comes, it comes, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, you're pretty like fresh into your art career. I feel like you've had a lot of like important, like, I mean, your solo show was fire. And then like, I asked you to do, or to do the Pops and Pals. You showed up with like a big ass piece and it sold right away. Yeah. So I'm like, if you could just keep doing this, like I think you'd be straight. But I don't know. This is a question I had. Like, how frequently do you want to keep like selling? Like, I'm, like what's the balance between like just making a whole bunch of pieces or like mm -hmm. is did that take you a long time to do? Like, make a big piece like that and then sell it. Do you know what I mean? I feel like um, it really depends on where you're trying to paint. I don't know. I feel like with those pieces. As long as I have a concept, it doesn't take me much time to like paint it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's uh, it's with anything. It doesn't. It could be a big piece or a small piece, but as long as you have an idea of what it's gonna be, or even if you just go through the motions, like you kind of go through it pretty quickly, it's when you don't have anything like a blank and you have no ideas and stuff like that. Because there'll be digital pieces where I drag, I drag ass. Because I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't see an angle to the idea that I have. And I kind of stress myself on that piece. So then I move on. But like, I actually think working on bigger pieces is like a lot faster. Because mm. you can work in different sections at a time while the other part dries or something. Yeah. And uh, visually, it's more like captivating, you know? Yeah, definitely. For people. It's like, uh, um, I want to work on more bigger pieces. And it's, you've done murals and you've done like yeah stuff on walls and stuff. Yeah, and definitely those were like <clears throat> my bucket list too, like doing murals. Would you I'm consider yourself a mirrorless? Or? I don't know, not yet. I have to humble myself. <laughs> <laughs> I do humble myself. I don't. I don't call myself a mirrorless. Definitely, mm -hmm. I need to do more, and then I'll you be. You gotta hit the streets. Hit the streets a lot more. <laughs> from the point where you like make the, so from the point where you paint it to like where you sell it, do you like really stress about selling it, or do you kind of just like move on to the next painting? And I move on it? to the next. It's, what what helps is that I have that nine to five. You get me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not like 
in my head and all about like, oh, they ha- this has to sell, you know? It's kind of me, me pinning out this idea that I have. And if it sells, like, oh man, like, you know, I appreciate it 100%. Yeah. Like all the people that buy my work kind of throws me off sometimes. Like, damn, like, because, you know, like re- extremely grateful, but like, it's a trip sometimes that people are willing to like support yeah. me in that way. No, I don't really stress about selling it. It's kind of me like actually painting it. Like, I feel like, I don't know if you get this, but like when you have an idea, you kind of itch at it. Mm. Like it, I don't know. Like if I don't do something like a sketch or like paint or like a digital piece, like in a certain amount of time, like say in a week or something, I feel like I haven't done nothing. Yeah. Like I stay consistent. Like I try to stay consistent, even if it's something little, right? Because I have limited free time, you can say. Like as long as I work towards a piece. I guess it helps with my mental state. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, definitely. Because you, um, you start feeling like a bum. <laughs> like if I haven't done any like art related things and like just anything to push like my uh, my brand too. I mean, like the only difference between us, I feel like, is like I I try to focus on clothes too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of been able to like go back and forth from like the paintings to. I mean, it's been a long time since I painted some shit, but like. Um, being able to switch from like the art to the clothing and then mm-hmm. I kind of like refresh this stuff and I get excited again like oh I can't wait to go back to painting so I'm looking forward to it I just bought some spray paint like <laughs> the boxes right there yeah, but, yeah but yeah I'm always worried about selling it because I want to make it a full-time career so mm-hmm. it's like fuck but so like say you so when you sold when you sell like big pieces like that like you don't really think much of it or do you like like do you spend that money or do you reinvest it into like your career I reinvest it and like you know save (laughs) bills you know yeah no yeah that's good I don't know I feel like it's hard for me like enjoy stuff like when it comes to that especially when we have bills but I definitely reinvest I can say that's that's kind of my enjoyment like I can go buy some more paint or like spray cans or something you know canvases it feels more fulfilling than buying like I don't know, some clothing or like some other, like some designer, or like some like yeah, wasting your money or like some jewelry. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's always been hard for me to like buy jewelry or like buy name brand stuff because mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like I'm splurging or like I feel like yeah. I need to make my own version or I don't know. Like, That's where you're like your your mindset goes to because you, you yeah. make clothes, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, like, so like, like, oh man, I could have. Especially knowing how much the shit really costs because like. You pay for the, the logo. <clears throat> you could buy one hoodie that's like three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. or you could buy like thirty of your own hoodies for three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and then, uh, yeah, the upcharge is crazy about these designers and stuff. But you've also done some modeling work, so you got the is that the yeah, course, coursework? coursework? How was that? Was it like that was cool? You see yourself modeling like? Nah, more? I don't think so. <laughs> or that was just because they're the homies, or yeah, he reached out, so I was like, oh, that's cool. He's um. Is it from Pelson too? It's like a Pelson brand. No, it was a uh, kind of a homie of a homie. Um, so um, my cousin Grimsky. Um, oh, I didn't know he was your cousin. Yeah, he's that's my crazy. Cousin. Yeah. Okay, and then the guy, his partner, his right? partner, yeah, Ryan and you know Francis and all of them come on the pod. They're, they're all <laughs> they're all fam. So you know, um, Grimsky's been running like crazy. Every time I see him like run, I'm like, oh, I'm proud of you. Like yeah. I wish like I could like get out there he's at it <laughs> so that's like your blood cousin or that's you my blood cousin, cousin? Okay. Yeah, yeah so our our dads are brothers wow yeah small world 
Yeah, definitely. He needs to open up that pizza shop right Yeah. <laughs> have you uh, been to Hidden? Like the mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they have their final show tomorrow. This I was thinking about going. Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow. They had yeah. it today and tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good pizza. It's like different. It tastes like uh like Chuck E. Cheese pizza. You know what I'm <laughs> Yeah. It's oh, like Chuck E. Cheese pizza is fire. Yeah, I love it. I Chuck personally like Chuck E. Cheese and fucking Little Caesars. I can Little Caesars? I can fuck up a whole Little Caesars. Pizza. <laughs> I can, Little Caesars, nah. you can only have like the first ten minutes, and then I feel like it, it like it gets bad. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, pizza's been on our like since our family came over here from Mexico. Like, pizza's been like uh, all my uncles and my dad have been working in pizzerias. That's awesome. It's kind of like the first job they got, so they yeah. kind of stuck to it. Um, the Falcos on California and Archard is kind of where like they all started working. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of my uncles went through there. Uh, my dad still works at a pizzeria too, like different ones. Um, it's kind of like in their blood. I don't know. They wow. they love. And that's doing not that. common for like a Mexican. I feel like it's an Italian thing, isn't it? Uh, pizza. Nah, bro. If you see kitchens on all over, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's all. You Mexican. see Latin, yeah, Mexicans, bro. Um, that's so awesome. you know me, like Grinsby especially. He, you know, I'm pretty sure that was his first job. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, Rike. But like, um. You know, we all grew up on that environment. I even, my first job was at a pizzeria too. Not making pizzas, but like customer service. I kind of wish I was in the, more in the kitchen. That's what we grew up on, you know, especially Enrique because he's been, you know, that's his art, you know, that's his art form. Yeah. And so, your dad too? Like your dad? My dad, lo- yeah. He, uh, my dad actually had his own pizzeria with uh, one of his friends for a while. Um, but, you know, they couldn't uh, keep it up because of COVID and stuff. Mm. Um like he loves doing it <laughs> he tried like he was working at a factory job for a while but then he went back to the to the pizza yeah because he knows his shit you know like he has his own recipe and stuff like he knows like what to do does he want to open another eventually i yeah. feel like he he should yeah especially like now he has experience you know yeah but it was just like bad luck you know like with covid mm-hmm. and stuff like that but even with that like so your dad was an entrepreneur in his own sense if in he his, own have sense. his own like, yeah restaurant mm-hmm. that's a whole and he taught you about that or not really? Not like really. I kind of wish I helped him a lot more than I did. But at the time I had I had my daughters, you know, I was in, we weren't at the house we're at now. We were at my in-laws. Mm. So it was kind of like a split. But uh, definitely an experience, you know. Like I definitely wanted him to try again, like later, later on. But like I feel like my family's always had, you know, pizza in their blood or something, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. So I like. I, it made me really happy that Grinsby was like trying to do his own thing with pizza because yeah. you know that's shit. Is has pizza in Mexico like better? No, I hear it's trash. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> when I go to Colombia, the pizza is better. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know, I like it better. The sauce is like there's less sauce. It's like it's different. So like speaking of your dad, like do you find uh, so with me like becoming a father, mm-hmm. I see a lot of similarities of me and my dad, and then I look at my son and I see a lot of me and him. Do you? Do you parent like your dad or like do you like do you think like he trained you to be a dad or you kind of do you do it I feel like you pick it up naturally mm. you know kind of like my dad was pretty you know uh traditional not traditional yeah you could say traditional um or strict but, huh was he like strict or no nah well not with me <laughs> <laughs> I'm the oldest uh part of my sister a little more mm-hmm. you know that's the whole I feel like families are harder on the girls. Yeah, on the on the girls. Yeah, I mean, in our sense, we're we're uh we come from our parents, you know. That's what trips me out too about like how we raise our kids cuz 
were gonna affect them either way, right, good or bad. But my parents were were good. Um, I can't say I had a bad childhood. I had a pretty good childhood. Is there anything that you wanted to do differently that they like, or do you kind of just? So for example, like my dad never really supported like my artistic side mm-hmm. too much. Like he was like, get a job, go to school, like, yeah. get your degree, you know? So like in that aspect, I don't really want to push that too much on my son. Like I want to oh, encourage okay. like, if you're interested in anything, like like I'm looking like what he's into because sometimes he'll like, he'll pretend to rap. I'm like, if you want to pursue that, <laughs> come on, like I'll book you a studio session. Yeah. Yeah. So in that, I think me and my dad differ in that, in that sense, but. I mean, like the basics, he's always been a great father. Like mm-hmm. he's like always been there. He's always down, like he's always down to play. He plays with my grandson too. Yeah. Like, Especially now with the grandson, right? Yeah. Cause I, you know. How, how was that? Like when you told them that you were going to have a kid, they were happy or they were, they were happy. Yeah. I was like <laughs> shitting bricks. <laughs> you were worried to tell them? Yeah. No. Nah. I feel like. No, you weren't. Well, I was I wasn't worried. I know my, my mom, she's always wanted like another kid. Mm-hmm. And then, cause I'm an only child. So oh, okay. she was always looking forward to like, not looking forward to kids, but I know that she wanted another baby around the house. And then when I told her, she was so happy. Why were you scared? I don't know. Just, you know, I felt like I was still young. You ever feel like you're trapped in an age? Mm. Like mentally? Yeah. I, mean, I always feel like I'm two younger, two years younger than I am. So like yeah. right now I feel like That's I'm a good way 26. To put it. Like I, n- I never feel like the age that I really am. But I feel like, I feel like that now. Like all, I feel like I got stuck. Not mentally, because, you know, I feel like I grew a lot, but I don't feel 26. Mm. I feel like I'm still, like, 22 or something. Yeah, I could see that, too. Like, is that because... But how? Because you have your own house, you have, like... That's what trips me out. I don't know, like... (laughs) But that's good, though, because you're, uh... You still have, like, a childlike sense of the world, and, like, I I don't know, that's... People say that that's how you stay young. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that, too. Like, um... I've been getting like parenting fucking reels on Instagram now ever since I had kids. Um, but it's, I forgot who said it. Like the best way to like raise your kid is to not forget how to be a kid. Mm. You know, being in touch with your inner child, I guess. You know, the way you play with your kids and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I've, yeah, I'm stuck. Not stuck, but like mentally it trips me out that, you know, I have two kids and like, like I'm a father, right? They're uh Three and four, you said? They're uh, two and four. Two and four? So my youngest, Lucy, she's going to turn three in January. At the... So they're in a year and a half apart. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's cool that they're able to play with each other. Because I remember oh, yeah. I seen them at the at the coffee shop. Yeah, bro. They were, they were playing up. on the stairs and stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. That's awesome because they always have somebody to play with. My son is six and my newborn is a newborn. So he, he can't really play with them. He's just like... He pats him on his head, he kisses mm. him on the forehead, and then yeah. he goes back to, like, playing his video games. How different is it? Like, how is it raising daughters, you think, like, in this day and age? <laughs> well, I can't really compare it raising a, you know, a boy. Yeah. But. Do you feel like you make them, like, tomboys? Or not really? Uh, is that not yet. Thing? They're too young. <laughs> <laughs> like, they play sports with you or something? Or what do you, you guys do, like, tea parties? Uh, a little bit a mix. Uh, like my daughter's favorite superhero is Spider Man right now. Ah, crazy. So a little influence on that. But they still do the, the you know we buy them like girl toys. Yeah, yeah. But they also have like car toys and stuff like that. So it's a mix. Nice. Um, I think it's too really tough. They're gonna be tomboys, and if they are, you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. they definitely 
like spark an interest in what I'm interested in. Like, like art. yeah, like or like my daughter draws. That's awesome. You know, like she has her own like little stick figures and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to see that. Yeah, like I, I said, my son's work on like clothing. And stuff yeah, like I saw that. That was, that was cool. <laughs> he's really good. I feel like I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because like he's my son. Mm-hmm. But I think he's really like he explains everything really well and stuff. It's gonna be a, a dad artist uh, podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, with Scent Rock too. Yeah, more dads on the pod. I feel like I don't really have that many dad friends. I um, all my friends are still. And I feel like they're uh, distancing distancing themselves a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if you've experienced that. Like uh, from you, or like what do you mean? Yeah, like uh, my friends who don't have kids, they kind of just. I feel like they're giving me the time to mm-hmm. like, or like they won't hit me up as much. I'm like, damn, All like right. I still want to hang out with you guys, uh, but like, uh, I can imagine like he's not down. I, he needs to. <laughs> that, or like they'll be like, oh, like he's. Like let him be with his newborn, you know. Yeah. It's like I'm still down. Like I'm still free. I I. I can do a little bit of everything, you know, but mm-hmm. how do you manage your time with like two kids? Uh, definitely. Uh, I have to like credit my, everything? my credit, my, you know, Selena, my wife uh, for that. You know, she holds it down at home. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> usually the way it goes, work and then come home, spend time with them. And then I do my other stuff. Mm-hmm. So usually at night, you know, um, when they're like asleep for bed and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh sometimes in the in the mornings like on weekends i do stuff uh if one of them's up but it's kind of hard to have both of them up mm. you know i have to dedicate time to them so but i definitely make make time for my art stuff uh but it's usually at night you know when they're asleep do you wake up pretty early like what's up what time do you wake up uh usually at weekends like when i'm not working like at seven yeah. yeah, usually by myself or like them. <laughs> I think it's like a parent thing. Yeah, like you just have to wake up early. Yeah, wake up early. and then I let you know Selena sleep in. Usually in the mornings, it's me getting up first with them. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of because I'm used to it too because of work. But you know, I make time for my art stuff. Uh, I feel like I have to. It's kind of like, like I said, it's good for my I guess mental health. Mm-hmm. It's like my thing. It's something about the night. Like I feel like it's hard for me to create during the day too. Like. I like nights and like <clears throat> early mornings. Mm-hmm. I used to wake up really early before work back when I used to start like around nine and like do like an hour like sketching or something. Yeah. But um, not anymore. <laughs> it's more like me going later into sleep. There was a time in my life where I thought I was like Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> like I would try to wake up at five, go to the uh, gym and then like start my day early. Oh. It's like good, but it's, it's not sustainable. Like I was getting tired. Like I would need a nap during the day and stuff mm. so you use a lot of like cactus uh imagery in your work yeah i wanted to like ask about that or like why or how so that came about yeah i came uh well if you're mexico it's pretty like straightforward it's common with like mexicans yeah it's like uh so i used to work at a pizzeria and uh some of the cooks you know they talk their shit so mm. like they would call me uh they would say cara de um frente del nopal <laughs> <laughs> which means like um which means you look Mexican, but you're not really Mexican. Oh, so, you know, crazy. so it's kind of like an insult, right? Like you look Mexican, but you're not really Mexican. Why? Because cactuses aren't Mexican? Because like, cactuses are Mexican. So you look really Mexican, but you're, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, saying out loud, it doesn't really, really make sense. Mm. Um, but I think you if you Google that? it, it's like something different, though. I think it's something, It's I, when you Google it, 
I think the explanation comes up like you look Mexican, but you don't want to be Mexican. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it, you know, but the way I was present presented yeah. uh, that saying, it's kind of like, oh, you you look Mexican, but you're not really Mexican because you're like raised in the states, like a no sabo kid, basically. Yeah, oh, okay. you know. I mean, I I was a no sabo kid. I'm getting better <laughs> with my Spanish. Uh, I can like probably because of work, because like ninety percent of the staff is like spanish speaking yeah it's like a mix of mexican and honduran now you know because like growing up in an immigrant household is all about like assimilation right so like my parents never thought about like us losing our spanish they were just like worried about you know learning english like yeah. you know get a job and then it's it gets to a point life yeah it gets to a point where they realize like damn you lost your spanish like you don't know what you're saying <laughs> you know so like so that's where good. the idea came from like frente de nopar you know, I would say that and I would imagine like, oh, like, like, you know, cactus head. And then I would start sketching it. And then that's kind of how, like, I came up with the character. Nice. It's pretty common in, like, all your pieces, do you think? Or I try to incorporate it. Um, yeah, that's one of, like, my, my first, like, you can say characters, yeah. right? So, you know, that's kind of where it came from. And then I started, like, changing it up a little bit, the style. Yeah, I like how you have it on your like when your daughters too, like your yeah when you're holding both girls. Yeah, that's awesome. Because now we struggle with teaching them Spanish. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, because so my son, he rarely talks it. Like he understands it, but he thinks that he doesn't know Spanish. I'm like, you know, a little bit. You could try. But yeah, he's six. You gotta leave him in Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I want to learn like more. So that's mm-hmm. why when I go back, like I even tell my girl, like, let's just talk Spanish for like a month. Like, just like man it's harder than you think yeah you always forget because selena my girl she was saying like oh in order for that to work like one of us has to let at least only talk spanish mm. i'm like damn i already have broken sp- she has better spanish than me i'm like it has to be you but like you know it's kind of hard what's the language you think of you know in your head i feel like it's english now it's english yeah, yeah. and spanish was my first language you but know me too because uh, i would always feel like i i when people talk to me in Spanish, I translate it to English before I like process it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's thinking back now, like, you know, my parents didn't know. They were just worried about simulation. Her, uh, my father-in-law did it kind of better because he grew up in the States. So like he only talked to Selena in Spanish because mm. he already knew like, oh, you're going to learn English in school and with your friends. So like, I'm going to enforce Spanish on you. So we tried doing that, but it's kind of, it's hard, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what my parents said too. Like we need to talk to, talk to him in Spanish at home. And then she was trying to put him in bilingual classes. But I remember when I was a kid, I feel like the kids who were in the bilingual class were always like out, outsiders. And yeah. I didn't want my son to feel like an outsider. <laughs> I was like, but now I regret it. Like he could have learned Spanish. Well, <clears throat> See you in Columbia, you, you, bro. Your kids aren't in school yet, right? Uh, Yeah, my, my oldest, she's oh, uh, yeah. in uh, preschool. Nice. Yeah. Was that sad? She loves it. Uh, it was a little sad the first day, but the first day she didn't, she didn't cry or nothing. We we're the ones crying. <laughs> she went straight to the teachers and she loved it. But she likes it, man. She's a little social butterfly. Nice. You know, she's one of those kids that makes friends in the park and the in the playground. Yeah. Same with Lucas. We had um, some of my girls' cousins come over. They had kids. And like they hung out, and then at the end of it, he was like, "Hey, do you want to be my friend?" Yeah, and it's like so like cute and like tender. <laughs> Can that I get are funny, one? man? Yeah, like I said before this, I was like stalking Instagram, and I saw the word uh, "noose" a lot. 
Yeah. And is that what, like what your name was before? Yeah, it was, man. So I, explain I like, forgot, the transition. I forgot how I came up. It's a land. It's a land word. Because Ramiro is your first name. Like, yeah, like, your, yeah, it's my first name. Go with my government. So I wasn't feeling news, so I changed it. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, man, that sounds sick. Like news. I think it means uh, in Latin. I think it, it meant like body and mind. Oh, crazy. I was like, oh, shit, that's, that's fire. It's funny when you have, like, a name in mind and then you start looking for reasons. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, like oh, like, this is how it relates to me. That's, that's kind of like some of my art pieces, too. I'm like, man, this looks sick, like imagery. Mm. But I'm like, man, I have to attach, like, a meaning to this. <laughs> so I have to work backwards. <laughs> nice. You know, because I feel like not art, not all art should be meaningful. Like, if you, you know, if you think about it and it looks cool in your head, like, you know, you draw it and it brings you, like, joy, I guess, drawing it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's cool like i feel like yeah i heard a, a quote today that was like remember that what you create it's not up to you to judge like it's like uh, it's up to like everybody else to yeah like, interpret it like you don't have to you don't have to judge it yourself you just make it and let everybody else like critique make it. what they want yeah they ask you like oh what does that mean and then you're <laughs> like what is what do you think it means? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they give you the answer like yeah you're right <laughs> and they give you more stuff i changed my meaning for like the pig every time somebody asks me like i'm always like trying different because i find new like meanings every day but um why the pig <laughs> yeah. i feel like I, I so it's like uh the whole uh stigma around like when pigs fly people will tell you that when they doubt oh, you okay. and i felt like people doubted me like for a long time and like even now i still feel like like the underdog or just like like i still have something to prove mm -hmm. and i shouldn't feel like that but i do and the pig is like my way of like proving people wrong so, uh, yeah it's i'm pretty sure like, i saw that somewhere but i forgot <laughs> so i have to ask yeah you i try to switch it up every time because <laughs> people do ask me a lot um so this is the proud disappointment podcast i ask all my guests the same question but can you tell me something that you're proud of and then something that you're disappointed in i guess most proud of is i don't know raising my daughters definitely See, like one. being being present being a father. i'll be lying if i said like pursuing art was wasn't for me but like it's cool to see like a good side effect to that where like they can they get to see their dad doing something besides working you know what you get me yeah definitely like the common thing is for people to stop doing what they love when they have kids and like, yeah oh I, definitely bro because i feel like when we found out we're you know my girl was pregnant and i was gonna have a kid that's really when i started focusing on art mm. you know it's like if i don't do well, it now it'll never happen to well that's a lie i actually I was actually like, man, I need to do something else. Like, so then I kind of taught myself coding. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, so I learned HTML and CSS. I even made like a couple websites mm -hmm. and like invested in monitors and stuff. Crazy. But I got like a dead end when I got to JavaScript. Because mm. like with anything, right, it's like you start learning stuff and it's like a high like learning. But then it goes to a point where like it gets really hard. So JavaScript was like that Yeah, part. so I was like, fuck, this is hard. So then I started like kind of focusing on my art, I guess. And it wasn't really until like, you know, it wasn't until like I, I knew I was going to have kids where I started like really dedicating myself to something. Mm -hmm. So first it was that because I like the like creating part of it, like coding, right? Like designing and stuff, which ties into art. But I was always good at art. So even at that time, I had like a lot of drawings and stuff. I think I was going by news at that yeah. time and then i started focusing more on like the art stuff 
so the, around that time is when I uh, kind of where where I started uh, meeting like I guess getting into sense like radar kind of like where it started. He had like a t-shirt contest for like uh, vendors, street yeah. vendors. So I uh, I um, I put in my my for the design. I don't know. This is Sent Rock. Another member. Sent Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he did it through his Sent Rock Studios um, account. So I sent in my design, and it was like a popular vote wins it. So I ended up winning it, and uh, I was able to like I guess collab on the design. They made shirts and they sold them, and they gave the profits to like uh, this organization. Nice. But ever since then, I was like, damn, like I can really. That kind of gave me confidence. You get me? That was like, like a turning point. Yeah. You're like, so ever since then, I started like actually putting more work out, putting myself out there, because I feel like that's key too. It's kind of hard to like live in a void if you want to be in this yeah. field. You get me? Got to really. The threshold is like putting yourself in front of people. Like popping like, out to these like events. Yeah. Like, just showing face. It's yeah. kind of hard with the kid too. Like, yeah. With kids in general, like. You can't really go out to these events as much as you want to. And then Gotta pick you could try choose. to bring them. Like, I brought my baby to the... Yeah. Uh, I bring them to Sent Rock sometimes, and it's hard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it, that was a question from uh, Clue. He had asked, like... He has good questions. When was the feeling... When was the the moment you felt like you made it? Like, have you had a, a feeling like that? When I made it. Mm-hmm. Or if it hasn't come yet, or I, I definitely felt like with everything, I always get like a sense of gratitude. I feel like with that, it was when I had the secret walls, uh, mm. feature. Even though it wasn't like a full out event, but it was kind of like Validation. an event because they reached out. I kind of felt like I was that was like a sort of validation for me. You get me? Yeah. Like as a as a visual artist, like damn, like this other you know, organization, like, saw me and, like, reached out. So I feel like it was that that kind of gave me, like, uh, I don't know, like, I felt, like, kind of, like, uh, not fulfilled, but, like, it was kind of, like, a milestone, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, that was a cool experience, too, because, you, you know, you, we, I got to battle and stuff, and, like, my uh, my picture was on, like, the this display uh, TV at the at the Cubs um, field. So I kind of felt like that, that was kind of like, oh shit, like they reached out, like I'm on the radar, you know, like, yeah. like um, it wasn't through like someone I knew, you know, kind of say like that, kind of felt like, I felt a sense of validation from that. Nice. Yeah. I didn't get to hear your, uh, your disappointment, like your, <laughs> like something, that um, like something you're disappointed in. Probably uh, me not starting early, <laughs> earlier enough. That's crazy because I don't know you're young. Yeah, but like I feel what, like twenty like one. I don't know. I feel like like through my teenage years and like oh, okay, like young twenties. I didn't, I didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt too. Like just I was smoking just a lot of weed, around. Just yeah, like bullshitting. But that's the thing. Like we didn't know it was possible, and it's like it yeah, takes someone true. to like to believe in you or like like you said, Sam Sam Rock, like. Showing you that it's possible. Yeah. Well. And you could be that for somebody else, too. Exactly, so, yeah. So. That's cool. Got to pass on the torch, you know? It was uh, through the street li- street art scene in Chicago. It was kind of through Sam where, like, I followed all these other artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, just through social media before I even knew them. 
you know like the mural movement stuff yeah like, stuff like, like that because you're you're heavy like in pilsen i feel like you guys all represent pilsen pretty well you clue uh scent like i feel like you guys represent pilsen yeah you guys are the pilsen guys you know definitely give respect uh <laughs> to to pilsen because yeah. that's you know it's always been like an art hub especially like for me i grew up around like midway so like there's not a lot of like um you know art art um mexican art like stuff like that really? so I feel like pilsen like like since i was able to like move around the city i always went to pilsen even if i didn't know no one mm-hmm. you know just like being there and looking at murals and stuff even before i was in the art scene i would still go to shows like i went to a couple of the mural movement shows like the slap shows oh yeah yeah i remember taking my my little cousin to to a few of those that was I like went- Kawhi. she's an artist right the girl who curated that or- oh i think so yeah yeah, yeah. And then that was before the, you also did the dope art shows with Bird Milk. I think you did. Um, yeah, that's how I really got into it. I mean, yeah. like I said, after like the t-shirt contest, um, you know, I started looking into like open calls and stuff and like, like Bird Milk really, uh, Bird Milk and, and Liz really yeah. gave me, you know, Liz. they're really open. They're, they're open to like new people. So like I started doing shows with them. And I got, you know, a lot of positive feedback from from that. And again, like, seeing people actually, like, fuck with my art, like, you know, give yeah. me a sense of validation, like. And, you know, it all starts with putting yourself out there. So that was kind of, like, the second step. And I did a couple of those, too. So, like, shout out to them. Like, Dope Bar Show. Yeah. Whenever people ask me, too, like, how do you how do you get into it? I always, like, tell them, tell them about that. Show. Yeah, Dope yeah. Bar Show. And then they're like, they do good work. Your style is like very unique to yourself. Like it's like you look at your your cactuses and like your pieces and like you know it's the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a question from Vivi Lana. She asked, "When did you realize to stick with your style? Did you ah. have like a moment where you're like, all right, this is man? I feel like I'm still developing my style. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Definitely, to say. Yeah. I'm still working on my style. I feel like I pull from you know artists I appreciate." It's all about being like your best self. I don't want to be a version of a different artist. I'm still working on like making my own design or like my own. I want to be, people to be able to see a piece and be like, oh, that's, you know, that's Romero's or like without me yeah. having to sign. I feel like I could tell that now. Yeah. Well, you, well, don't, you feel like you're not there you. yet? I don't know. Yeah. It's like the the inner, uh, like no one could be your hardest uh, critic, and stuff. critic besides yeah. you. Yeah. My inner critic. Mm. But uh, definitely when I realized like, you know, you got to be your best self, I feel like. Yeah. Everyone has all these ideas. We filter them differently and we create them differently. So, like, try to be your best. Try to do your best creation, you know, your own your own style. Because uh, that's what, like, draws people, right? Like, individuality. But at the same time, like, we all try to, like, follow a certain style. There's only, you know, there's only one you. Don't Don't follow the flow, but, like grab an idea and make your own you know so you said you like started off like drawing cartoons and you did mm-hmm. like a lot of like Huey and like a lot of Dragon Ball Z stuff yeah. I saw do you see yourself doing any more of that or do you kind of want to stick to your own personal work no like, is there a balance okay yeah I haven't done stuff like that in a while until you get the collab until you get like the mm, that'll be sick the actual what's it called the licensing that's what I want like yeah. I want the actual like collab from DBZ like that'll be that'll be yeah. crazy <laughs> Not there yet, though, but 
I'll de- that'll be sick to be like have like a Boondocks collab. Yeah, but I mean, it yeah. can happen from the spot. Yeah, yeah, manifest it right now. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but um, no, I don't really see myself doing that stuff anymore. Because yeah. you're kind of um, telling your own story, right? Yeah, I feel like it's a it's a different route to take for sure. I've always thought about that too because I do a lot of like pop culture stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm like, is this really contributing to like my story? I'm just like, I keep telling other people's stories. I need to focus on my own. Yeah, sure. yeah. I like doing it. You it's know, like fun. Yeah. yeah. I like doing it. Um, I mean, that's what got me into it, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't see myself doing that stuff anymore. Unintentionally, right? My daughters make me draw. <laughs> <laughs> if they make you draw like yeah. that. What's like, what are kids into nowadays? Is it like, it's not even Peppa Pig anymore. I feel like there's new cartoons that I'm not really into. Bro, it was a movie of, of the week at my household. <laughs> P- Peppa? Or just? Nah, no Peppa. Um, like Bluey. Oh, Bluey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I haven't gotten into that. I'm interested to see what, like, my new baby has, like, what he watches. In a couple years. You yeah. Know. My girl's not letting me also watch TV with him. It's, like, been hard for me because I love TV. <laughs> like, I All love right. watching movies. But she's like, the first 18 months, like, it's not good for them. They should only hear our voices. Uh-huh. I'm like, fuck. Like, I love watching cartoons. And I have to put my <laughs> headphones on and stuff. And yeah. Like, All right. I'm going uh, I'm to listen to you. Because supposedly, like, it helps them develop. Mm-hmm. faster or something yeah she's been all about like benefits the like, be- yeah just like trying to benefit him as much like mm-hmm. breastfeeding as long as you want as long as you can um like reading to them uh, I don't know, things that i didn't do uh with my first kid so yeah it's like I- i'm a different father yeah i wanted to ask you about that too like how different are you from like your first kid to your second kid because it was like two uh, years right so yeah like, you learned a lot like yeah bro definitely um I mean, with this first child, I feel like everyone goes to, like, can't breathe on it. Like, you know, like. You can't breathe on the baby? Like, no, like, like, um, overprotective, right? Like, oh, oh yeah. I can't do this. Like, I can't do that. It's, uh, I can't, you know, she can't do this. <laughs> she can't do that. But. Um, oh, with the second, this? you're a lot more lenient? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you ever hear the scene, like, oh, you never raised by the same parent? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. You get okay. me? Like, now we're experienced. Like, we know how to, like kind of deal with stuff and you can tell like my daughters have different personalities like mm-hmm. uh the oldest is more like a cautious uh more thoughtful my, my lucy the, the youngest she's more she don't care bro like, uh, that's what i keep hearing that the yeah. second is a little more crazy yeah like, bro um so i feel like uh you know we're we're kids you know i was uh i was 22 yeah. you know like were you freaking out like when, I, when you yeah yeah well, you know, internally, <laughs> figuring figuring things out. But, um, I mean, it forces you to mature, you know, mm-hmm. either you mature or, like, you know, you don't. Yeah, you learn. You learn a lot. Um, I'm still learning, you yeah. know. Um, having two toddlers isn't easy. <laughs> uh, well, they're not toddlers, right? They could be considered kids already. I think already. two is considered toddler. A toddler? Yeah. Four, yeah. four is a kid. Four oh, is okay. A kid, yeah. <clears throat> so it's you know we're still learning how to di- different different lanes now right but uh definitely uh the firstborn you know you go through you learn a lot you go yeah. through a lot of thresholds um and you can tell the personalities right away like it's crazy crazy yeah but it's cool man they're growing up together uh i like i like that they fight together you know play together you know mm-hmm. Are you thinking about a third or nah. you're done? <laughs> Two and Not done. Not anytime soon. <laughs> never say never, but like, yeah. 
we're good right now. We're trying to do things, you know. Mm. It's crazy because I, I've like, I want a daughter, but I can't pick that, you know. Like, yeah. it's like I might be cursed with like, it's not not even cursed, but like I might have boys forever. And some people want boys, some people want girls, but yeah, I don't stress about it. Out. Whatever comes comes. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's what we're about the second one about Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, for a while, we thought it was going to be a boy, but it's a girl. Nah, but I think you're you're a great example of like an artist who who's still able to maintain like family life and art. Mm-hmm. And I think um, people need to see that and like know that it's possible. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that was one one of my like reasons too like to pursue it Hell yeah. you know like i don't want to having kids to be like the reason why i didn't pursue something i wanted to pursue you yeah. know and when they're older they're gonna look at it and be like damn my yeah. dad's pretty cool yeah like you know it wasn't just me working like it was me doing stuff something i love and it's cool i feel like it'll rub off you know on them like yeah. seeing seeing that yeah the same way yeah. you saw your dad like pursue pizza and like they're gonna look at you and like yeah uh, it's a little different though. <laughs> really? I feel like yeah, because I mean that was more to like pay the bills, you know. <laughs> oh. Okay. I feel like now later in life, he it's like something he generally likes to do. Mm. Um, but at the time it was like to pay the bills, you know, because not much options. Yeah. Stuff like that. I think it would be cool. It's cool that I do this on the side, and they're, they're able to see like shows and stuff like that. Because it tripped me out. Because Alea, my oldest, she, she said something not too long ago where she was like. It's like, are you an artist? You're an artist, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you can see that. And then she's like, I'm an artist too. I'm like, yeah, you are. Nice. Like, you know? Yeah. Like that kind of, it's all about giving them confidence, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, if they see like us doing things that we like to do, like it, it, gives, it gives them a, a set of, uh, of good examples. Yeah. And it might not even like. be painting. Like they could end up being dancer. There's so many yeah. creative outlets. Like it's like. It could lead to so much. Yeah, but that was one of like, kind of my reasonings on pursuing this stuff. But it was definitely that like the force maturity of it, mm-hmm. and it also helps me like, you know, I'll be lying if it was just for that, right? It is for me, um, and it's been you know, I feel like I've, I've evolved my my style. Definitely, yeah. Uh, I feel like you have to, you know. It just keeps getting better and better. Well, I guess. That's all relative, but mm-hmm. I feel like your quality has definitely improved from just like stalking your Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> and just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gotta, I mean, the mindset I have now is like, like this, right? You asked me to do it and I was like, like, fuck, let's go. Like, yeah, like I don't shy away from like doing, doing something the first time. Yeah. I hope this leads to like a lot more. Is that not that many people get to hear your voice and like you, you paint and you're able to tell your story through like your paintings, but mm-hmm. It's kind of cool being able to hear a more personal side to like these artists and stuff. Yeah. So I want to continue this. I used to just like draw like with pen and pencil and markers. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I started like. You were showing me your like how you start with just a little, the small piece of paper with like a ballpoint pen. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. that turns into a painting. So that's how I used, you know, that was basically my drawings before. That's all I used to do like that and marker. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't until I started hanging around with like, with like clue and, and scent. Where they, it was mainly Clue, like, where I started chilling with him. He's like, oh, you got to, like, use a brush. And um, we collabed on a piece not too, like, long after I had the the pop-up at Sense. Yeah. Um, and that was one of my first, like, only brushes piece. Oh, really? Yeah. And after that, like, that's all I did. 
I don't you mess with the can too, right? Like, this year I started messing with the can a lot more. It's hard. Like, well, not hard, but like it's like a, it's a technique for sure. Oh, definitely, bro. <laughs> but all you need is something like someone to show you. I feel yeah. like that's what. That was definitely one of my bucket lists, like do a mural, and it was sick that I was able to like, you know, collab with with them, like the homies and and sent. It's technique, definitely. Yeah. There's like a. Finesse like once you start like trying to do shit, like you'll be like, oh fuck, like it's hard, you know? Like people that like bird milk, like uh Zeds, JPEG, like all of them, like they have, you know, they have experience and like it's you appreciate like, oh shit, you did that. Like you can sort of see like pieces, like uh it's te- technique, definitely. And I'm, I was glad I was you know, I was able to mark that off my my list for the year, you know, doing a mural. <clears throat> but um yeah, I went from that. Like just pen and marker to like brushes and canvases. Um, I got an iPad, so I was able to do digital. Yeah. Um, I, I would use uh, uh, Inkscape. You ever use that that program? Is that a free one? A free one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I used yeah. to have like a little mouse pad with. Do like you have little... Procreate now or not? Or yeah, already? Procreate. Okay. Oh, bro, Procreate like... is fire and uh, Clip Studio. I don't know if you've ever messed with that one. No, I haven't messed with that Clip one. Clip Studio is very similar to Photoshop. Like, there's a lot more you can do. That's what. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to expose him. <laughs> Filthy Richards uses. Like mm-hmm. he has, that's how he has so much details, I feel like. But uh, Procreate, yeah, you could do a lot done with Procreate. I saw you were like doing animations and stuff too. I try to. Yeah. yeah that takes a long time, man. Animations is another Pro- game. Yeah, right? props to people who do that and it looks clean. <clears throat> yeah. Because that's, you know, that takes a lot of time. Um, But yeah, I used to do like Inkscape with a little like laptop and like the little mouse pad. Oh, yeah. So like if you look at my stream, I'm one of my earlier digital pieces it was, it was through inkscape yeah but um procreate fucking so easy <laughs> yeah all right we got a few questions and then we'll get back to our our children then we gotta go back <laughs> uh melissa no bad fruit asked what's one goal you have for next year definitely would be like another like uh series nice because you just had a mini series at the, yeah that was something it's up for a month for a month yeah okay yeah, shout out to Francis from Sour Practice. Let me uh, display that. Um, that was always something like I always like thought about, or you know, like damn, I always struggle with that, like the concept of making a series, Small making like collection of pieces yeah, a collection of pieces that like work individually, but also like together. Yeah. So um, that was kind of the, the idea behind that, the the busy dreaming like mini series. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of like to to force me to make one. Yeah. Um, I came with my cousin. We had the the oatmeal cookie that was sweet as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and eating water. <laughs> but that's a it's a cool little coffee shop, and it's like that's a perfect place to display your work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was cool. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do it to kind of like force myself to like yeah get this idea and expand on it. You know. That's definitely n- another goal I have for next year, like making another series. Uh, Sent Rock, Big Bang Sent Rock. <laughs> said, when's the next solo show? Yeah, uh, next year. A whole solo. Is, is that different than a series? You think? Or I think so. Yeah, a series is like a smaller. Well, it it could be a solo work. show. Okay. I feel like yeah, the terms don't really. Yeah. Yeah, but um. Do you have a name for it yet? Or no. Just like, gonna deal with it next year. Next year, yeah. Twenty four. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. And this is a random question from Kevin. Uh, this is my homie Kevin. He has, he also has a podcast. Shout out Diversions. Yeah. He said, "If Pimp My Ride did your car, what would it have?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> <laughs> All 
I mean, you are kind of into cars, though. Yeah. Like the lowrider scene, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like that's always been an interest of mine. Uh, even though I don't come from it, you know, a lot of respect to, like, the culture. Do you eventually want uh, one? Like, yeah, definitely. Type of car? Yeah, definitely, bro. Um, yeah, I always see Sam in his, like, cool little spaceship car. Yeah, his... I don't uh, know what that's called. Well, he has a Monte Carlo back in Phoenix. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that Oh, one. he's got two? He's got one over here. He has he a drives. he has a little beater here. Goddamn. Yeah. So he has a cool one over there. Too. He has a fixed up one at Phoenix. Um, wow. But uh, yeah, I eventually want one. Um, Selena's dad, and my my father in law, um, gave her a Fox Body, a ninety one. It's been sitting in my driveway. It needs a, a new fuel pump, but eventually hit the streets. You know. Hell yeah. Um. Uh. But I eventually want mine. Uh. Something more boxy, more bigger, like a uh, Monte Carlo Cutlass, maybe an Impala. Cool. Um, It'll happen next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not rushing it. But I, yeah, definitely, I have a lot of respect for the lowrider community. Um, you know, those are, that's art and wheels, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So ever since I was little, my parents would take me, uh, we have family in Joliet, and they would always have car shows, like in the summer. So that's kind of like where my interest went to. They would have like low riders, muscle cars, and everything. And, um, you know, I would always gravitate to like the cars that had like artwork on them. Yeah. You know, you know being artsy and stuff. So, like, that's where like my, my interest in the culture came from. And then now that I'm older, you know, even more so, like, now that I'm able to like create stuff, like, I always, I always try to pay homage, you can kind of say. Yeah. So like culture, even though I don't have a, a, a lowrider yet, but you know, one day I will. <laughs> It'll come for sure. Nice. Good question, Kevin. All right, man. I want to thank you for coming on here. Appreciate you. Uh, can you shout out your Instagram or like anything that you want to yeah, share? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you can follow me at uh, Ramiro Arte. Uh, no plans yet. Oh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll be into uh, group shows uh, in December. Nice. Um, I'll be with. Uh, in, December 2nd, uh, Elephant Room. I'll have a piece there. And then uh, mid-December, I'll be I'll have a group show with uh, All-Star uh, Press. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll be on the lookout with that. Show some love to all the other artists. Huh? Finishing the, the year up strong. Yeah, I'm trying like. to keep busy. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah. been pretty consistent at this whole year. It's crazy. It's been a good year. Yeah. Nice. Um I should have new things on my website. I'm trying to do like a doormat. I'm just trying to do like houseware stuff. Mm -hmm. I just like put these out. I'm trying to like sell these. So these are like a custom colorway that I did. And it's just like uh, I put my brand name on the back. Yeah. Just like embroidered. And then I'm going to do a custom box and then like some goodies too. Yeah. But yeah, so check them out. I don't know if. Uh, yeah, I'll just put it in here in the video. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I want to do one more show before the year's up. I'm trying to like put together a nice little mm -hmm. collection. I might be forcing it. I don't know. But I want one more show before the year's up. So we'll see. Finish strong. Yeah. And then we got the calendar. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Okay. I started brainstorming on that. You're doing March, March, right? Yeah, March. Nice. I want to do like a spring. I have an idea for a spring. Hell yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Popsprints.com. Hell yeah. Follow me at Popsprints. And... Thank you for listening. Subscribe. This will be on YouTube. Thank you guys. I appreciate you. Let's go. Proud to spawn our podcast. Peace.
Maybe use the bathroom or something. <laughs> oh, me too, man. Oh, shit. It's fucking beers. I've been having this for like 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of throws me off, too.